expect a kind of Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Our chief weapon is surprise. Surprise and fear. Fear and surprise are two weapons. Our fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency are three weapons. Our fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency and an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope are four. No. <laughs> Amongst our weapons. Amongst our weaponry are such elements as fear. I'll come in again. <laughs> I didn't expect a kind of Spanish Inquisition. expects the Spanish Inquisition. Amongst our weaponry are such diverse elements as fear, surprise, ruthless efficiency, and almost fanatical devotion to the Pope and nice red uniform. Oh, damn. But they are expecting the Glover's Inquisition. The heart is a blue up through the stony ground there's no room no space to win in this town you're out of luck and the reason that you had to care the traffic is stuck yes it's time for another Glover's Inquisition you thought you it's the show where we find out what makes our players tick. Someone you can lend a hand in return for grace. It's a beautiful day. Sky falls, you feel like it's a beautiful day. To let it get away on the road. Well, good evening and welcome to the Glover's Inquisition. And today's guest is none other than Tom Knowles. Tom, welcome to Yeovertown and welcome to Three Valleys Radio. Thank you very much. It's good to have you on the show. Um, we're going to talk about your career a little bit. You were born on the 27th of September 1998 in Cambridge. And obviously you seem to have got uh, attached to two clubs very close to you at home Newmarket Town and Cambridge United tell me about that um, so yeah so I've, um, I've been in Cambridge's youth setup since I was about eight or nine years old um, in and out of the academy and the shadow academy there um, and then at that time I was still able to play for my local team um, which was Newmarket Town mm-hmm. um, I left school not really knowing what I wanted to do um, so Cambridge offered a um, scholarship type um, apprenticeship at a local college in Cambridge um, but it was one below the um, scholarship of like the youth team Right. Um, but during pre-season I got offered to uh, go have a few um, games and training sessions with the youth team at Cambridge mm-hmm. um, and the 
manager took a liking to me and and I signed shortly after. Um, I then done my uh, scholarship at Cambridge um, and at the end of that I got offered a one-year development contract um, which I then went on loan most of the time to Cambridge City and St Ives. Done well there and was rewarded with a place um, on the bench over Christmas time and then at the end of that season I got offered a new deal um, I then moved uh, I then got sorry I got another contract at the end of, of that season um, and I've spent quite a lot of time um, of that season uh, on loan as well so I went to Dartford and Hell Hempstead in um, Obviously, Cambridge United, you know, put you out on loan to several clubs, which I guess uh, at that sort of age of your, your development is, is a good thing because you get plenty of experience mixed with the different people and just get used to the whole football sort of scene, as it were. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like over my time there, I played, I think, well over 100 games of men's football, which, um, you know, it's put me in good stead. Because um, you learn, you learn like the dark arts and all the all the <laughs> clever gamesmanship type bits that obviously older pros have learned over there is playing football. And when you're in teams like that, you've got to do all you can to learn from the older players, um, <clears throat> but then also make your mark and stamp on the team. And you're there to do well for yourself. Um, but obviously, at the end of the day, they're all working for three points and people's jobs are on the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it definitely helps that having the balance of training regularly at a professional club and then also going and playing games in the real world, as, as you might call it. So, so uh, I, I wouldn't change a, change a thing. I love my times out online. And like I say, it's put me in good stead for where I am today. Would you consider yourself a master of the dark arts then? <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily a master, but I do. Um, I do know a few tricks, and, and uh, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve. But okay, um, I'm a nice player. But I do like to uh, wind people up on the pitch and yeah. know, have a bit of fun. <laughs> well, we'll have to do a separate show there on the art of the dark arts. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we will. That sounds good. <laughs> but, but looking at looking at the. Um, at the teams you went to, St. Neots Town, Cambridge City, 21 uh, appearances there, St. Ives Town, Dartford, uh, of those, uh, Hemel Hempstead, Kettering, which was the best one? Which one did you enjoy the most? Oh, um, I think Chelmsford last season, that was a really good one because I got a lot of games, scored some goals and, and got some assists and I really enjoyed my time there. And there's a lot of uh, old ex-pros there, um, mm. which I learned so much from. Um, but like, like I said, every club that I've been at, they've all been so welcoming. All the fans and that, they've taken their liking to me. And I've loved all all my times at the on loan. So it's hard to pick one, but yeah. my most successful is definitely Chelmsford, I think. Okay, and um, what was I going to say? Uh, brain's gone dead a minute now. Hang on a minute. What was I going to say? You scored a few goals, certainly at uh, Royston and Chelmsford. Anyway, what what do you consider yourself to be? A forward or a midfielder? Um, I think naturally, I'm probably more of a midfielder. Um, but I do enjoy playing up front, and you know, everyone loves scoring goals and being involved. Um, <clears throat> but I think I'm definitely more suited to a midfielder because I do like creating stuff and that. 
I get joy out of you know helping other people, setting other people up. Obviously, it's great to score goals, but you know I want to be involved in the team as much as I can, and I feel like in midfield I can get on the ball a bit more um, and drive forward and help people create chances. So I probably enjoy playing up front more, but I, de- I definitely really like playing playing in midfield. Okay, time for the first of Tom's musical choices, and it's Lewis Capaldi and Before You Go. I feel by the wayside, like everyone else. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, but I was just kidding myself. Our every moment, I start a replace. Cause now that the corner like he were the words that I needed to say When you hurt under the surface Like troubled water running cold Well time can heal but this won't So Never the right time, whenever you're cold Went little by little by little until there was nothing at all Our every moment, I started to replay But all I can think about is seeing that look on your face When you hurt under the surface Like troubled water running cold Well some can heal but this wound
Lewis Capaldi there and before you go. Okay, so who was your manager at Cambridge United then? Who who would you say, you know, who would you put it down to? Did he discover you? Um, well, Joe Dunn gave me my debut and I think I played under him three or four times. Um, that was when I was just first breaking into the um, first team, my first sort of taste of it. Um, and then Colin Calderwood came in and um, he gave me a couple of chances. I scored my first goal um, under him. Um, and then Bonds, Mark Bono, who's the current coach, um, he was my youth team manager at Cambridge. So I've sort of um, come through with him the whole time. So um, now I have to like give my hats off to Bonds because he's been there sort of every step of my journey um, from about 17, 18 onwards. Um, yeah, he's probably the one that I've spent the most time with and he's given me more opportunities to start games um, earlier on in the season. So I'll probably say Bonds is the main one, but without um, Colin Coldwood and Joe Dunn, I might not even be in this position now. So No, that's right. And you scored your first goal for Cambridge against Morecambe in uh, April 2019, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. What did that feel like? That was amazing. Um, obviously, Cambridge is my boyhood team. Used to go up, go and watch them standing in the terrace behind the goal, and you know, ironically, that's the that's the end I scored my first goal in. Yeah, yeah it was just an amazing feeling. Unfortunately, we lost the game two-one, so it um, didn't affect the score too much. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I was buzzing. I, I, I trust you've got a video of it that you can watch over and over again in your bedroom, have you? Yeah, I've got it saved on my phone a few times. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll I dig it out every now and then. Uh, why not? I mean, it's your first professional goal. It's got to be good, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You've got to um, enjoy and cherish those moments because in football there's a lot of highs, but also there's a lot of lows. So. Mm. And then times when, you know, it might not be going so great, you've got to try and pick yourself back up and, you know, watching clips and things that I've done well helps me visualise and, you know, <clears throat> spur me on to remember how good them highs were to try and reach them again. More music now. We've got the Jacksons. Blame it on the boogie. Just can't take your eyes off me 
and of course the rest of the Jacksons and blame it on the boogie so you said that you know you learned an awful lot from from a lot of the sort of older professionals that were the clubs that you were out on loan at can you give us a few examples of the sort of, of you know the advice that they gave you and, and some of the tricks that you picked up not the dark arts just just the normal stuff yeah so um, I'm I'm someone that sort of plays on the edge the whole time and you know I feel like everything has to be quick, 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 look good, you know, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so when I make mistakes, you know, I get annoyed at myself, but, you know, football's a very quick game, and 30 seconds later, you could be on the ball again, so if you let the mistake affect you, then, you know, your next two or three touches, times you get the ball, they could also turn into mistakes, so just staying level-headed and not getting too high or too low during the game, just being concentrated um, on the game the whole time. And just sort of like slow yourself down, take your time on the ball, and make the right decisions. Because um, I think decision making in football is one of the most important things. It can be the difference between scoring a goal or missing a goal. So I think like them sort of pretty things were bits I took away um, from all the pros that have played like Premier League, Championship, all the way down, and even some have played abroad. So yeah. to take little bits from each player put them into your own game I think it's really important any well known names amongst them uh, yeah there's a few so Chelmsford um, they had Leroy Lita there oh, yeah. um, Chris Welkdale Robbie Simpson um, Mickey Spillane Elliot Ward um, so they're sort of like mm. big players that have played high up in England and I think Lee always spent some time abroad as well, so 
Yeah, he also spent some time at Yeovil as well. Yeah, so it's, it's amazing how how um, how much of a small world football is, and everyone mm. knows each other. So yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Music time again, and this time it's uh, Luther Vandross and Never Too Much.
nice bit of sophisticated soul there from Mr. Luther Vandross and never too much. So now you're down in the West Country at Yeovil. Um, first and foremost, you know, what did you know about Yeovil before they actually approached you? Were you were sort of conscious of them being around? Um, yeah, so obviously not too long ago, they were obviously in the championship um, and had dropped down um, a couple of leagues. Um, obviously they are where they are today, but, you know, they're a massive club. Um, you know, one that I've always known, obviously, playing against Manu and teams like that. Um, so, like, I've always known about them, and as soon as they were interested, you know, they're, they're a club that belongs in the league, and I, I just want to be a part of it that gets them back to where where they should be, because, you know, this league's a tough league to get out of, and the sooner we can do that, the better, and, you know, who knows where we can go from, from after that. Mm. Absolutely. What What was your first impressions? I mean, um, you know, tell me how did Darren Sal get in touch, and you know, how did it all go when you you spoke to him? Um, so at first, Cambridge said that I was I could go on loan because um, I wasn't getting as much game time as I wanted to there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really wanted to kick on, and I'm 22 now. I want to um, I really want to push on now and, and see where I can get to. Um, so then. Obviously, the clubs got in contact and that, and Yeovil were one of the clubs that came in, and they disregarded the loan straight away and said, no, we want you permanently. We see you having a bright future with us. We've got the coaches um, that can teach you and, and you can learn from the older players and help develop me. So that instantly, having that um, the feeling of being wanted was a major draw me but then obviously the stature of the club you know like was, for me it was a no-brainer the mm-hmm. only the only uh um negative i had in my mind was how far away from home it was but you know them things don't come into play when when i just want to play football um that's that's just a nitty picky thing for me like <clears throat> i just wanted to come out and play football and yeovil seemed like the perfect place to come and do that well, of course, with this COVID thing going on, it's uh, it's almost a kind of sort of fait accompli. Really, you're stuck down here for the time being, and, and until such time as it all changes, it's uh, you you haven't got much choice, have you, really? Well, no, exactly. I think that's helped me settle in because you do you do do stuff obviously within your own bubble now, and hmm. you know, being with the lads every day, it helps you get to know them better, and and you know, I can sort of hopefully on the pitch help them out and learn about each other's games and, and settle in the team more. And then, you know, hopefully we might get onto a win, winning formula and, and really kick on. So for me, like the, um, <clears throat> what's the word, like the promise and the future of this team could be like massive because obviously over the past few games, the Gaffers played quite a young team. So, you know, for all of us aspiring to have promotions under our belt and that, you know, when we're all collectively um, wanting the same thing, hopefully that can only mean good things. Yeah, absolutely. And um, how many games have you played now for Yeovil? Um, so, ever since I've come here, I, I've started three games now and came on in all of them other than um, Tuesday against Eastleigh. So right. I think, I think that's eight, yeah. eight or nine. I think now. Yeah. 
and you sure. feel you, you know you're beginning to feel a part of the team now i take it are you yeah definitely i think coming in um at the start obviously i have to sort of prove myself and prove my worth and be like sort of repay the faith shown in me um mm -hmm. then obviously on the times coming on just trying to make an impact a positive impact on games and showing what i can do um and working hard in training every day but my first start in a while came at um came at home to Dover and that's the game that I really enjoyed. Mm. I loved being out there. I thought the team played well, we got a good result. Um we just need to back up them results and and kick on up the league because you know the games I've played, the performances have been good. We just didn't get the right results. So um hopefully when we start getting good performances and good results we're onto a onto a good thing. Yeah, there's a lot of points to play for, yeah, isn't there? That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a strange season so far. Like we've only we haven't even played half the games, I don't think yet. So there's still a long way to go, and there's a lot to fight for. And you know, this league's a tight league. You can see if you um if you go on a win the winning run of games, you know, we could be looking at the playoffs rather than below us. So um, yeah, yeah. The sooner we can get points on the board, I think the more we'll grow in confidence and learn about each other even more. And um, yeah, who knows where we could be at the end of the season? Uh, absolutely. Next track from uh, Tom's musical choice is "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough," and it's of course the Jacksons. <laughs>
Michael Jackson there, don't stop till you get enough. You, you know, you, you roll up at Yeovil, um, you know, a lot different to Cambridge. I mean, Cambridge is quite a big city, I think, anyway, obviously, with the university and everything else there. Uh, you know, what did you make of Yeovil? And the, when I say Yeovil, I mean, the, you know, the surrounding areas, the town, um, the club, everything. What, what were your first impressions of the place? I mean, like, drive, even doing a drive to and from um, where I live, like, it's a lot different to Cambridge because Cambridge is very flat. <laughs> yeah. Whereas here, there's like a few, few hills and, and that, and obviously. I drive past Stonehenge, which I've, I've never seen before. Um, so like, it's, it's a completely different area, but you know, I, I really like it down here. It's, it's, it's a beautiful part of the country, and obviously, like you say, when lockdown's over, we're not far from the beach, and you know, I imagine there's quite a few nice walks. And I think my family are already planning a few weekends away down here <laughs> to come and see me and come and watch. So yeah, so it's a really nice place, and. Obviously, without coming here, I, w I wouldn't have known it. So, well, I, I really do like it, and the clubs—the clubs, brilliant, um, lovely stadium, um, and I just can't wait for fans to be back in there and and seeing it at its full potential. Yeah, it, is, it must be difficult, especially you know, for for a relative youngster that to, to you know to, to start to make your breaks, and yet there's no crowd there to to you know inspire you to push you on. Yeah, no, definitely. So I'm, I'm, I'm certainly the type of player that does like the crowd there, and you know I like getting them on the edge of their seat, and I, I thrive off their um, passion and their drive because obviously I'm a football fan as well. I know, I know exactly what it's like. So you know, I, I, I love the game as mm. much as the next person. So for fans to be back in, I think it will give everyone a real lift. Yeah, yeah, and, um, definitely. You know, it'll, it'll support us massively. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, Tom's final musical choice is "Show Me Love" by Robin S.
Robin S there and show me love. Right, now this is where we get to the Inquisition bit, if you like. Um, okay. It's the sort of thing you often see in football programmes, basically. <clears throat> so, your your full name is, is Tom what? Uh, Thomas Andrew Knowles is my full name. Okay, and you were born in Cambridge, yeah? Yeah, correct. And your birthday is... 27th September 1998. Right. Any brothers and sisters? Uh, one older sister. Yeah. Does she follow your career a lot? Yeah. No, she's um, she's not the football type, but, you know, she supports me massively and she's always proud of what I'm doing. She might not be the um, uh, most knowledgeable of football, but, you know, she's always there to congratulate me when I'm go doing well. That's um, good. And to pick me up when it's not going so well. So, um, fair enough. Yeah, no, she's good support. So, um, you're not married? No, not married. Girlfriend? Uh, I do have a girlfriend, yeah. Yeah, is she down here or up in, in Cambridge? Uh, she's at Cambridge at the moment because she's doing a um, nursing degree at Addenbrooke's. So, she's still having to do uh, education and work yeah. um, in Cambridge. So. So you're hoping to get her down here eventually? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully I am. Yeah, she's already planned a few weekends down here when she can. So, um, yeah, she's looking forward to it as much as I am. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Where did you spend the majority of your childhood? Uh, in Cambridge. I grew up in a village about 15, 20 minutes outside Cambridge. Yeah, right. Um so then, yeah, and then obviously Newmarket, it's only 10 minutes away as well. Have you got any interest in our feline friends? Uh, I'm a dog dog lover. I don't have any, unfortunately, but um, no, I do love dogs. Yeah. What about horses and Newmarket? I enjoy going to the races, but I don't know too much about actual race, uh, horse racing itself. Hmm. Okay, did you go back to Newmarket? It's a good, good track there. Yeah, no, we do like it. We uh, usually some of my mates we all go for the guineas at the end of May. Yeah, um, and go have a, a catch up and and that together. So I'll come I'll with you next that. time, then, mate. I'm, I'm well into it. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't ask me for any tips because I'm useless at that. <laughs> I won't probably give you a few of them. Um, <laughs> Right, now where are we? So, um, who would you say has been the best boss you've worked with so far? Say that again, sorry? Who would you say is the best boss manager that you've worked with so far? Ooh, um, I got on really well with Steve Castle at Royston. I really enjoyed working with him and working under him. Yeah. Um, and I think um, the gaffer here at Yeovil is very similar. I think I'm pretty sure... They played against each other a few times and they still keep in contact. Yeah. Um, and they're two very similar coaches. So I, I get on well with the gaffer here at Yoakville really well. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a really good coach and, you know, in my short time here already, I've learned, I've learned loads. So um, I feel like I can really develop a lot under him and hopefully I can repay that by my performances on the pitch. Well, I'm sure we all know that. <laughs> uh, um, who would you say is the best player that you've actually played with in the same team? Uh, played with? Um, 
it'd be Wes Houlihan at Cambridge. Yeah. He's uh, on another another wavelength. <laughs> He's unbelievable. Um what about the best player that you've played against? Uh against would be um James Madison. Played against him in pre season last year. He was um yeah, he's you can't get near him. <laughs> he's ridiculous. All right, okay. Um who's your best mate in football? Um I've probably got two um two of my close friends at Cambridge. One I grew up with, um went to school with him, um Harry Darling's just got a move to um Milton Keynes. Um and the other one's still at Cambridge, uh lad called Leon Davis. He's um is one of my best mates, so they're they're the two in football that you know, I keep in contact regularly with, and uh, okay. look to see how they're getting on. Um, what car do you drive? Uh, I've got an Audi A1. Okay, and what car, given no financial restraints, would you go out and buy? Ooh, um, Oh, Audi R8. I've got a soft spot for Audi, so I'll go with an R8. Yeah, yeah, they're useful, aren't they? Very, very yeah. nice. I'd have a job to get in it, though. I think that'd be my problem. But <laughs> it'll certainly get me home quicker. <laughs> yeah, it certainly would. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right. Well, we've done that one. Um, Clothes-wise, what are you a sort of t-shirt and jeans man, or a t-shirt and tracky bottoms man, or are you a dedicated follower of fashion? I am. Um, I like a good tracksuit, um, just to chill in on days off and that. Um, but I do like I like dressing up and going out for nice meals and that. So I'm I'm a bit of both. I like all sorts. Okay. Um, what's your favourite film? Good question. Um, favourite film would have to be. Oh, I've got so many. Um, I'll go with uh, James Bond, Spectre. Right. Um, Favourite film star, male? Um, Adam Sandler. Who's, say again, sorry? Adam Sandler. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about your favourite female star? Oh, um, oh God, I would like. Um, I don't know many uh, female stars to uh, movie stars to be fair. Okay, well, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll pass on that one, as they say. Um, I would have said probably. Julia Roberts, maybe. Um, yeah. yeah, but then I'm a bit older than you, so <laughs> <laughs> just a bit. Uh, what's your favourite TV show? Um, either Friday Night Dinner or The In Betweeners. Okay. Uh, and your favourite TV star, male? Oh, um. James Corden, if he qualifies. Yeah, he'd qualify, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the same question, but female for TV. Um, 
think. We'll go with, I, I don't know a name, I'll have to, oh, one sec, I'll Google it. Tamsin Greg, Greg, which is an actor from Friday Night Dinner. Okay, fair enough. Um, what do you do after a game? Um, order some food. I um, I treat myself to a takeaway after a game. Right. Usually, um, replace all the calories I've ran off. Yeah. Burnt off. Um, and just chill. Really, probably stick on a film and. You know, not do not do too much. Okay, so did somebody come. say just eat? Let's, <laughs> let's move on uh, from that yeah, one. Whatever's, whatever's on. I mix it up: pizza, curry, Chinese. Well, that's the next like question. So you're gonna have to nail it. What's what's your favourite food? Uh, I'll go with curry. I like a good Indian. Right. It's my favourite. Okay. Uh, what about your favourite drink? Uh, Fanta Fruit Twist. Okay. I've not tried that one. Um, have you got any hobbies of any sort? Um, I like playing golf in my spare time and um, I've been fishing. I enjoy fishing. Go there quite regularly in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, or PlayStation, usually. Yeah, right. They're my three go-tos. Um, right, we've got a sort of either or now. Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Pepsi. Uh, Mercedes or BMW? Mercedes. Um, Apple Mac or PC? Apple Mac. Beer or lager? Lager. Steak or curry? Oh, curry. Right, um, other sports we've done that. Right, who would you like to meet, dead or alive? Um, Michael Jordan. Okay. Uh, right now, this last one is gonna. This is gonna get you going. You're gonna have a dinner party with your girlfriend, right? Yeah. So that's two of you. Now you've got to invite five people to this dinner party that are dead or alive to make it a really good dinner party. So you know, chatty, jokey, just a good a good mix of people. Who are you gonna invite? You've got five people. Um, so I'll go Jack Whitehall. Yeah. Freddie Flintoff. Right. Um, we'll go um, Lee Mack. Yeah. Um, we'll go. I'll get. I'll. Let my missus have a chat with um, Mabel, as she's one of her favourite artists, so she'll have to talk to someone as well. <laughs> okay. Um, and then last one. Um, Aunt Middleton. Um, I'd like to stay in the sport if I can. Um, I'm not one of them people who could go and do an office job. I'll, um, I'll get fidgety and I can't concentrate for nine till five, so I don't think I'll be very good at that. So uh, definitely something within football or sport. Um, 
maybe something like football agency or I'd be quite interested in being a manager as well. Yeah. Um, so I have to do coaching badges and that. So, yeah, definitely something to do with football still. Well, if you if you turn out to be another Mino Riola or whatever his name is, uh, yeah. you'd be quite a wealthy man as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, I wouldn't have to worry about money. No, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. No, definitely not. Well, look, Tom, that's great, mate. Thank you very much for doing this. We do appreciate it. Um, I'll no drop you a text uh, when it's going out. It'll probably be next week if I get round to getting it edited or right, uh, which I should Thank be able to do. And um, best of luck for your career at Yeovil Town. Um, long may it continue. Pardo Solicitors, the friendly law firm based in the heart of Somerset with offices in Yeovil, Taunton and Bridgewater with a strong ethos of helping those in our community. If in doubt, check it out with Pardo's on a free no-obligation call or subscribe to our free podcast, The Friendly Law Podcast. For more information, call 0800 862 0442 or visit pardos.co.uk. Pardos Solicitors, looking after you, your family and your business. At AJ Wakeley & Sons Family Funeral Directors, we know the importance of compassion and integrity. We also know how unfamiliar decisions can be so difficult at a time of family bereavement. We can provide a steadying influence just when you need it guiding and helping you make the right decisions to reflect the kind of funeral that your loved one deserves. Visit our website, www.ajwakely.com, for more information or call Clive Wakely on 01935 479913. When I first started my business, I was hopeless at paperwork. My system involved bunging everything in a shoebox and sorting it out later, much later. Thank goodness for Chalmers Accountants. They soon put me on the right track. They work with businesses of all sizes, and they really know their stuff. Chalmers will provide you with a one-to-one service with your own personal account manager at one of their three local branches. For expert advice on how to make your business more successful, visit chalmersaccountants.co.uk and book your free initial consultation. the kind of Spanish Inquisition... Inquisition. Our chief weapon is surprise. Surprise and fear. Fear and surprise are two weapons. Our fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency are three weapons. Our fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency and an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope are four. No. <laughs> Amongst our weapons. Amongst our weaponry are such elements as fear. Surpri- I'll come in again. I didn't expect a kind of Spanish Inquisition. expects the Spanish Inquisition. Amongst our weaponry are such diverse elements as fear, surprise, ruthless efficiency, and almost fanatical devotion to the Pope and nice red uniform. Oh. No, you didn't expect the Spanish Inquisition. You expected the Glover's Inquisition. And that's what you got. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, please join us again next week when another Glover is under the spotlight. The traffic is
take you out of this place Someone you could lend a hand in return